If you're an average player, you want to be left alone, right? Because you want to be able to slide by. If you're a good player, you want to be coached. If you're a great player, you want to coach and tell you the truth every day. Did I hustle on that play? Did I make the right read? Did I play the guy with the right leverage? You want to know every play. Because you know why? They want to be perfect. Everybody here makes a choice to do one of those three things. Welcome to the GOAT Consulting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to people striving to be a GOAT, the greatest of all time, serving it up in a way that you can get it in all stages of life. Hey, I'm Colby Jubinville, and welcome to another episode of the GOAT Consulting Podcast right here in Nashville, Tennessee, in the studio in VCE Productions. We've got a new table, we've got some upgrades along the way, and we've got a special guest at the table for Our us today. Our biggest upgrade today. Our biggest upgrade today. <laughs> the, the Whisperer's at it again. We'll talk about that in just a second. But just to introduce you, in case you may not know, through all the different channels that we go out into the world, to the right, the founder and CEO of the Goat Family of Brands. He's got his own clothing line. He's got some active wear on today. My good friend, the 31-year-old punt pass kick <laughs> champion of the world, Tyler Burnett. Tyler, we're glad you're here today. Yes. I'm, I'm so glad to be here, and I'm so glad Janet's here. Absolutely. Janet's going to make the world go round today. Going to make it easy for us. <laughs> and to the left, well, they call him the LinkedIn Whisperer. The traffic was light for him today, and uh, he's the calming force to our show. He uh, hasn't asked it, me if traffic was light. He just assumes <laughs> he's, he's it got, was heavy he's got, for him. He's so. got a technical proficiency about him that we're just starting to learn about today. It's true. He's got a first name and last name. We call him John Byers. John, Thank thanks for being here today. Very nice. And and then you've brought your good friend, and I'm gonna I'm just gonna say her name just so I can be a part of greatness and goatness today. But Janet is with us today. I'm just gonna call her and like Madonna. I'm just gonna call her Janet, and then Ooh, I'm gonna let you like take that. it from there. That's great. So I I can't express to you how exciting it is for me to be sitting next to Janet Miller. Yes, the Janet Miller, for all of you. Um, it, she is a legend. I, I wore this shirt today, um, Nashville, with a peace sign on it. Very specifically, as, as our audience knows, I try to nail the T-shirt thing. We've got a very special one coming up. Yes. But this one, just because I feel like anything good about Nashville... Janet Miller has most likely touched it and been a part of, a, of it in some way. Well, and that, that brings me to the point that I wanted to make, and I'm glad that you said that because on this show, Janet, what we do is first we serve it up in a way that you can get it, and yeah. we know that you're going to do that for us today. The second thing is, is that we talk about stages of life and career. In our 20s, we get in the game. In our 30s, we move up in the game. In our 40s, we try to stay in the game because those 30-year-olds are so damn good. In our 50s, we finally say, what is it that I really want? So part of today, as you listen today, we hope you ask that you, what you really want. And then we do it around, you called her a legend, I'm going to call her a goat. We do it around yeah. the goat. And in sports, it's easy to see. In sports, it's people that are recognized for their greatness. What they do elevates everyone around them. But in business, it's people that compete on unique perspective unique education and unique experience. What they do gives them energy and what they do gives other people energy. It creates new levels of challenge and new levels of opportunity. And based on the little bit that I know about our guest, Janet Miller today, she's done all those things over and over again. And so we're glad you're here today and I'll turn it back over to you to keep going with Janet and, and, um, and our little, our little conversation today. Yeah. And first of all, let's just say as, as we have shared, uh, we are so grateful and thankful to our partner, Dev Digital, check them out at devdigital.com. They are the goat of Nashville in anything around designing your 
uh, software as a service, your mobile Uh-oh. solution. And Ooh. I love their tagline. They give you, as an entrepreneur, as a as a yeah. successful business, the freedom to build whatever you want to convert to a digital platform. Reach out to our friends, Dev Digital, Brian Huddleston over there. The, the, the freedom to build so you have the access to grow. Oh, very well done. Thank you. Thank you for that. So, Janet Miller, thank you for being here. Of course. You, if I'd known this fun was going on over here on Foster Avenue months ago, I would have been here every day. It's great. Yeah, VCE Productions does great work. And, and uh, I can't tell you, uh, again, how excited I am. And here, there's a couple things about you. And, and Janet, by the way, she we're going to hear a little bit about how she got to today. She's currently the CEO of Collier International as the market leader here mm-hmm. in... Tennessee? Uh, Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee. Uh, And I am such a big fan of yours, and I'm certainly not alone in that. And um, one of the most impressive things about you, I don't know very many people, if any, that I could say this about. I've never heard anyone say a negative thing about you. Not a single person, ever. Wow, you need to get on board. <laughs> I got to so, get after it, don't I? Today so may be the you day. Know, you, right? noticed, you noticed a bunch of other people being very quiet right there. It's like yeah. like a mother with three children. You Go never ahead. Know. Yeah, there's not many of us in this room uh, that can say the same. Yes. So I, I will tell you, I know you have a um, cult-like following of just fans in town, and I reached out to a couple of them to ask them, what do you think about Janet Miller? And uh, one of my favorites, uh, Lisa Ferrelli, who's a mutual friend and just a rock star, and she talks about how you helped her make one of the, the biggest pivots in her own career, and she credits you to that, but just yeah. a number of things. And here's what she said. She said, some of Janet, one of her greatest qualities is that she's transparent. And then everything else, she talks about your greatest quality being around how you view and connect and know other people. She says, Janet sees the absolute best in everyone she meets. She knows everyone because she gets to know everyone. Mm. And her capacity for people is unlimited. Now, that's a bold statement, to have an unlimited capacity for people, because I don't, not even in my own house. <laughs> so Except the, for Max. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say, you know, you are adored and you are admired. But And I, you here's how I wrote it. You are the perfect combination of fierceness and kindness. And that's what one of the things I really love and have admired about you for a long time. That, I mean, you, every time I leave you, I feel special and, and taken care of. And that's exactly what Lisa, what Lisa shared. He's going to make me cry here. He set yeah. the hook on you. He set the hook <laughs> and is reeling it in. So me? it is, we are here not we worthy. Maybe much we, like that high school boyfriend that you're going to talk about I today. I talk about wait. that high school boyfriend. We are not worthy, but we are so grateful that you would bring your goatness to the podcast oh, and share with us today. I so thanks Thank for you for being, being here. here. You maybe, are too much. Maybe you catch us up a little bit. So we, we kind of have a bit of a framework that that has uh, evolved with the prestigious guests uh, that we've had so far. And would love to maybe have you catch us up for a few minutes on how you got to today. I mean, tell us your story, how you got to Nashville, how you got to Collier's and 
Such a cool story. I adore John Byers. Me too. There's just no getting around it, right? Well, it's like so. you said when we were on the on the phone call, you know, there's just, uh, he's somebody you can't say no to. That's right. Right? Here I sit today. That's right. In a podcast thank, thank studio. Thank you, Whisper. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. Our goat Whisper. Well, uh, this is really, really fun. I'm having a ball already. So, so let me tell you just a little bit about my, how I got here. And it's, I think it's interesting and a little relevant because I took a big old left turn after 21 years in a job that I loved and I was really good at. So grew up in Nashville, West Nashville, public school girl, uh, have always loved the city. It was not the city that it is today in 1963. I am dating myself. (laughs) Um, So when I was about 23 years old, I found my way to an entry-level business recruitment position at the Nashville Area Chamber of Commerce. And I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know the first thing about how to persuade a company to pick up their lives and move to Nashville, Tennessee. That was my job. So for the first few years, it was like climbing around Mm. on roofs of mattress manufacturers and watts outside of L.A. And (laughs) I mean, it was some gruesome stuff. Yeah. Um, But what I've learned with that, so that was when I was 24 years old. Uh, I had a real passion for it. And I think the clients knew that I really loved because if you think about it, my product was Nashville, Tennessee. Is was what that I was your pa- when you say I had a passion for it? Was that the passion for Nashville? What that do you mean by that? That was the passion that I truly, out of my soul, could tell uh, executives how great this city was and what a great place for business. So I started out as the junior kid on the totem pole, and 21 years later, what I learned is if you are wow. good at what you do and just dig into it because, man, I threw my heart and soul into that position. Eventually, you're probably going to end up in charge of a lot of people and a lot of money and a, a lot of initiatives. I think so, that's what, that was the prediction of a lot of people that you were going to be I was just in there getting it done, man. I just loved it. And I really am a big believer that you better love what you do because yeah. I spend more time. I remember one year at the chamber, my husband looked at our uh, oven and he said, do you know what that's for? <laughs> I was just working, you know. That's Jeez. what that was yeah. all about. For you, you know? to prep dinner for me when I get home. I know. You know, it's <laughs> I know like, exactly you better, what it's for. <laughs> you better figure it out if we're going to eat, right? <laughs> Sounds like he's been told that. Wow. That's right. Reverse, that reverse roll. Well done, Sarah. <laughs> so I loved it. I was getting ready to turn 50. I love your uh, statement about the uh, decades. Yeah. Stages right? of life, yeah. So I started in my 20s just getting in the game. I was getting ready to turn 50 and almost lo- half your life, almost, almost half, half your life you life spent at the chamber at and the decided chamber to of move. Commerce. And a lot of cities had approached me. Uh, so, you know, Austin, Texas or Denver, Colorado say, hey, come over here Jeez. and run economic development. I thought, why would I go do that in another city when I love this one so mm. much? Uh, so I was getting ready to turn 50 and I really made an intentional choice, which is now is the time to figure out if you want to finish out your career here in a safe place, uh, something you're good at, something that you're admired for, or do you really want to take something brand new on? And uh, my friend Bert Matthews, who's my partner now, uh, asked me to go to lunch with him one day, and he said, hey, why don't you come over here and run this commercial real estate company? Uh, About 60 people, uh, 
And I knew about commercial real estate because every time a company yep. comes to town, they got to find space, right? So I was beloved in the brokerage community because I brought them deals and didn't yeah, take commissions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, they're like, we love her. She brings yeah, us deals and doesn't goes. ask for money. Uh, and I just decided I'm going to take a leap and be a CEO of a company. And what was exciting about it was the intent was not to just go in there and coast. It was to transform the hmm. place. And that was six years ago, and the rest is history. And uh, taking on a challenge at the age of 50 that's brand new, yeah. I laugh and say, I didn't know what EBITDA was, which is profit, yeah, sure. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know all about EBITDA yeah. now. Uh, but it was a really happy choice, and boy, it has been a challenge and a ride. If you're sitting back in that phone call and in that moment, mm-hmm. um, we all have a narrative, mm-hmm. right, that's either written for us or by us. Right. And if you don't understand that narrative, you can't change. Mm-hmm. And if other people don't understand the narrative, they can't help you change. Right. What What was that narrative that was going through your head mm-hmm. on that phone call and the first thing that you thought when you hung up the phone? <clears throat> the first thing I thought was I was curious. I'm mm. a, I'm a big curious. I just think curiosity is the quality that gets you ahead in the world, right? <sighs> And I was curious about it. I thought, well, this is interesting. I'm a cat. A little amen. (laughs) Can we hear an amen? (laughs) Curiosity killed the cat. I'm the the cat. You're the cat. You're (laughs) the goat. You're a goat and a cat. Uh, Curiosity (laughs) may kill the cat, but it it feeds the goat. It feeds the goat. That is a bumper sticker right there. I'll print it out right now. (laughs) Uh, So I, I thought, I'm curious. Yeah. And then literally I thought, when I'm on my deathbed, looking back over my life, what is it that I want to feel great that I achieved? Mm. And I just, I, I just thought the risk-taking of it and the learning and having the courage just to take on something, t- it was like jumping off a cliff yep. in some ways. <clears throat> I thought, I want to be that girl. Yeah. And that's what I did. And knock on wood, it's worked out. Uh, so it's far. crazy that you say yeah. that. I don't mean to interrupt, but I literally last week I told you about that. I, I believe I told you about it. You did. I literally I was laying there one night and mm-hmm. I I think we were watching TV and somebody was on their deathbed mm-hmm. and I was like that's scary. And I was like when I'm that person, right? Who am I going to have around me and what am I going to be able to think about? Because mm-hmm. I I imagine I don't know I imagine when you're in that position. The positive that you have is what you've done and the people you've impacted and who you're around. And I was like, I want to be that person that's right there that really looks back and is like, right. And the, what, and a, I will what, ta- a, what a life. Exactly. And I will tag on to it. The other beauty that I would not have taken this role if my amazing partner, Burt Matthews, ha- hadn't said, we know you care about this community and that being super engaged in it is really important to you. Whatever you want to do, go for it. So I was going to ask you, like, if if we were to ask, if we were to phone a friend mm-hmm. and we called Bert, right. got him on, held the phone up, and we said, Bert, why Janet? Mm-hmm. Let's can do you, it. Can you answer? <laughs> Let's call him right now. Can you, you answer to? that question? It's hard to say because you got to kind of do it with take your yourself out of it a little bit, which right. is obviously hard to do because mm-hmm. you are yourself. But what would Bert say? Like, why did it make sense for him? <clears throat> I think Bert would say. She likes taking on challenge and transforming things. So if this had been a caretaker role, yeah. I would have been terrible at it. I, I get, I just get bored sitting still. But I think that, and plus he knew me for 20 years and had seen me in the world. 
And I think he honestly knows that my values truly are dedicated to this community. So, I mean, if you, right now, it's a little ridiculous, but I'm on the board for the Entrepreneur Center, Leadership Nashville, Habitat for Humanity, Center for Nonprofit Management, the U.S. Figure Skating Championship is coming to Nashville in oh, January. Wow. We wow. need to be excited about that. I need to practice we skating. We could commentate that. That's that would absolutely. be absolutely really fun. Absolutely, <laughs> I enjoy that. I enjoy long walks on the beach, casino style gambling, parcheesi, parcheesi, and, 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 and a little figure skating. Yeah, Thank you, you very go. much. Well, for January, that. we are bringing it. You well, guys. We're there. We're there. Box seats. We can get Tanya Harding on. <laughs> that was not. That was not appropriate. Okay, Please Colby, keep going. I love Nancy's your laugh. Speechless. <laughs> Col- Colby has a goat laugh. We'll get Nancy then. Nancy. Maybe both of them. We'll work this thing out. Sorry. I will, get you okay. I will get you Sometimes hooked up. you have to keep them on a short leash. Yes, you do. All the time. <laughs> but I think that has been the other factor. When I'm on my deathbed, it's that I really care about this place. And that it's a great place for everybody who lives here, not just the big corporate executives, yeah. but everybody. So that's a little bit of my story. Janet, one of the ways that we honor our guests is we ask them to give us their own definition of a goat. Because mm-hmm. Colby shares that at the, at the intro of all our episodes. So we would like for you to share with us your definition of a goat and who your goat is for the episode before we uh, we throw out a couple, too. Okay, I can't wait to hear y'all's. It may be Tanya Harding and uh, <laughs> Brian Boitano, the way things are going here. Apparently, so. the way John's talking. Very those, dis- are, those are good ones. Disgraceful. Right. Okay, how would I define a goat? Ooh, I, I, love believe, I love this part. I believe a goat has two critical qualities. Like okay. the horns. Vision, right, like the horns. Vision and courage. Mm. Love it. So the vision piece of it, you just can't underestimate i mean there's so many corporations and organizations that just they're get they're just doing the work but they they don't share the vision so i think that is just vision casting is critical the courage though <clears throat> is equally important because if you don't have the courage to make difficult choices mm-hmm. uh to not kick cans down the road mm. uh and to truly lead with your soul and doing what you think is not the political thing, not the popular thing, but just the right thing. To me, that is what a goat is. <clears throat> and in my 21 years at the chamber and at Collier's, I have worked with virtually every high-level CEO, governor, mayor in this community. And I've seen some goats, and I've seen what's the some all- billy goats. I have seen some <laughs> billy goats as well. He's on oh, fire God. today. He is. is. I like his wow. smoking hot. What over did there. you do last night? Vanessa <laughs> says he's the best. <laughs> Ten hours of sleep. No. So I think that's what it's: vision plus courage. The courage mm. to lead is my definition. Vision and courage to lead with your soul. God, that's that is. There's another There's bumper, bumper sticker, sticker for you. Really t-shirts today. Okay, so in part, in part, your goat that when you thought about that definition, this person thing because goats can mm-hmm. be a thing sometimes. Zima was a was a goat once. That's what John uh, drank in episode. high school. That's a white claw now, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Zima is the goat of white claw. Anyways, they could have. They could have been a goat. Did you know that? Did you know that less than? Here's a fun fact for you to yes. use and throw out to people. Less than ten percent of the population has the ability to visionary. No kidding. Less than ten percent. To cast a vision. Just a little fun fact for you. I'm thinking about a, a, a so, fact for courage. But I, I mean, I, yeah. I see it every day. I see people who just get up and just live just because they just need to live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
They don't have the ability to say, you know, if I do this now, a year from now, I could be, like you said, I could be here. I could take more responsibility. And they just see it as, well, I've just got a shovel in my hand today. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's the why, right? I mean, you you talk a lot about the why. Mm -hmm. And to me, the why, if you look at me, I'm running a real estate company. How could that be a meaningful mission. Yeah. We it's are more meaningful than insurance. I'll say that. <laughs> insurance is really important. Risk. 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 But what it is, is you're helping your clients solve problems and growing this community. And it's a vehicle, right? It's a vehicle. That, that can create massive change That's in right. quality of life. Exactly. So all right. It all goes so together. now you got to share a goat. Yeah. All right. I get two goats. I'll make all right. them brief. Since you have obviously Bring had 30 it. each no of Billy yourselves Go- with no 30 No Billy Goats, Janet, just okay. goats. You Number are one. episode 30, by the way. Well, that's exciting. This is a milestone that wow. you're helping us ring in. That's exciting. Wow, I'm writing that down. Okay, first goat. There was a man named Fred Harris. He hired okay. me in at the Chamber of Commerce. I was 24 years old. He had been at the Chamber 21 years. He, had, he was the guy who brought Nissan's original manufacturing plant to Tennessee. To North America. And to North America. Uh, I know somebody who spent some time there. Is that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the stories around locating that first manufacturing plant were fascinating. And he was old school, uh, had been deputy commissioner. Everybody loved Fred. Uh, So here I am, this 24-year-old, and this is why, to me, he is the GOAT. Um, One of the first potential relocations away from Nashville that I worked on was a little company called HCA. Oh, wow. So I'm 24 years old, new in the job. Rick Scott, who is now a uh, senator, is running HCA and decides he wants to look at moving the headquarters out of Tennessee. So just think about the landscape in Nashville if HCA headquarters moved out. Mm. So Fred comes in my office and he says, I want you to run lead on this. Scared me to death. Absolutely scared me to death. God, and how I'm much like, he believed in you. There it is. Mm. He is a man who believed in me and he trusted me and he said, I've got you. I will catch you if you wow. fall. And just that amount of trust really taught me to build a team that I can trust. Yeah. Because that's what it's all about. And I honestly would not be sitting here on the GOAT podcast today had Fred Harris not taken a chance on that 24-year-old. You know, here's one of the other things somebody said about you. She can, she could see my potential and goodness when I couldn't see it. Oh, And that yeah. sounds That's what very similar me. to what Fred did. Coach Blew Pete. my mind. Blew, Coach Pete. Blew my mind. And Fred passed away about a month ago. Oh, really? And I went to his graveside service, and mm. I just wept. And I wept mm. for his soul, but I wept for what he gave to me. So, number one goat. And really, what he gave wow, you—what cool. really, what he gave you—I think—in in looking back on the relationships that I've had that have been meaningful or created powerful change in my life is is safety. Because mm-hmm. at the foundation of trust is safety, and he's right. saying to you, you can be known, you can be heard, you can mm-hmm. be valued, you can be important. Your opinion matters. That's right. He gave you vision and courage. He gave, he gave me vision, vision and, and courage. courage. And, and man, I did cool. the work. I have never worked on a. Very project cool. as hard in my life, but just the faith he had in me yeah. uh, really brought me here today. And HCA is still here. And 70% of U.S. healthcare is either run or managed out of Middle Tennessee. 
Because of HCA in 1969. Right. Because Janet Miller kept them here. Possible. Thank you. Possible. And now they have have some turf over there at Capitol View. They do. Possible corporate sponsor. Yes. So another goat. You had two, you said. I'll keep this really uh, brief, but I had the privilege of working with every mayor uh, and every governor for 30 years. And Phil Bredesen, to me, was the most inspirational. He was a goat. Mm. And lots of reasons why... uh, Governor Bredesen was, but he was the guy that when I say you leave with lead with vision and courage, he always listened to the constituents, did the research, made the decision. But the decision was always what is right for this community, never for my political future, mm-hmm. for I want to be popular, I don't want to make people mad. He truly always had the filter of what is the best thing for this community. And I don't think Nashville would be where it was, is today, without mm. those choices. I mean, he went after building the arena without a team. We had never heard of hockey in wow. Nashville, Tennessee. So to now me, we got it. he was right the here. role model on vision and doing the right thing with the filter of the right thing and a courageous leader. Love it. So I, I, gotta, love, I love what great. you said right there. Mm-hmm. I thought I of, as you were talking, like confident humility mm-hmm. is what I thought of oh. when you said him. Um, humility and will. Yeah. So here's, no a, ego. here's a goat, and I'm going to breeze through this, but um, one of my favorite reads over time, she is certainly a goat, uh, Maya Angelou. And, oh, I have a... I was going to read this because she's got so many accolades that are just incredibly impressive. I mean, she's she was awarded, I don't know if you know this, 50 honorary degrees. 50? 50. It's 50 just incredible. Yeah. And a, a number of other things. So I won't go into it's all. a lot of student loan debt. She is, she is a GOAT <laughs> for show. But I will say this, and, and Colby, I think you actually brought this up on a recent episode, but one of my favorite things that she says yeah. is people will forget what you did. Yeah. People forget what you said, yep. but they'll never forget how you made them feel. That's you, Oh, that's Janet. so nice. That is the theme, and that's why I thought of Maya Angelou as the goat that sits alongside you for this episode, <laughs> uh, because that's the theme that people leave a connection with you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Well done, my friend. You, you, got, you got a tough one to come over Biggins. Nope. I just I'm gonna turn it over to you. Okay, he's, he's overwhelmed. I'm, so, I'm, that, I'm overwhelmed. That happens. Janet had two, so she covered. Yeah, yeah. Averages out. We're only allowed to have three, well, so she pitched, or four. I'll I'll leave it here. Here's here's what I'll say. Um, everything that that I teach and understand and work within are frameworks, because frameworks provide structure and predictability, and efficiency. And I think the greatest framework in terms of helping to create understanding is Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And at the lowest level is physiological needs. And at the high, highest level is when you become self-actualized. And what I hear about you in not only how people helped you develop, but how you help other people develop is that process to get to a point where they become self-actualized. When you say to yourself through that vision and courage and that opportunity they gave you to say, hey, we think you can do it, mm-hmm. that truly is what self-actualization is about. Mm. The cool thing is on Maslow's deathbed, because we've, used, we've said deathbed in this episode wow. three times. What's going on? What, what he said that was so powerful is that he made a mistake, that being self-actualized was not the highest level 
of the hierarchy of needs that helping someone else become self-actualized is. And so as we start to bring the plane to the ground, I'll leave a, a quote for today. And we want you to we want you to keep listening, right? We're gonna we're gonna keep going. We doing, got, will you hang around for part two? Doing this Absolutely. Conversation? Absolutely. Um, here's what I'll leave it with, and it makes me think about all the things that you've talked about today. But they did a study of 90 year olds on their deathbed. Study of 90 year olds on their deathbed. There it is again. And they asked them the same question, and they got the same answer. And the answer was, I could have given more. I could have loved more. I could have been more because I had so much more to give. And I think what's so powerful about, about what you've talked about today is at 50, you had a defining moment in your life where you said, now i got so much more to give. That's correct. So much more That's to awesome. give. And so for John, Tyler, and our good friend today, Janet. And our, and our great partners, Dev Digital. Dev Digital, absolutely. Brian, you need to come to the studio and be a part of the show. Um, right now. Right now, this is the right Go Consulting. This is the Go Consulting <laughs> podcast. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>